Westplex 107.1, it is BS the morning. I'm Shelly, she's Brad. And there she Good is. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> there she is, Shelly Barr. There she is. The one and only Shelly Barr. Uh, it is BS in the morning. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Second day of September. Uh, September started off weird, continues weird. All sorts of stuff, um, you know, I'm going to say crap going, is that you? Hold on a minute. That was you. Why did no, that do it that? Wasn't me. Why did that do that? I don't know why that is. I don't is. know. Anyway, it's 613. Uh, weather today, we'll find out weather was going to be uh, in about 20 minutes with Jennifer Wojcicki. Anything you want to talk about this morning right off the bat? Uh, anything on your mind? Anything that uh, you think is important, unimportant? <laughs> Whatever we talk about. Most of the stuff we talk about is unimportant. Right? No? Yes? Yes. There's nothing on my mind, though. Nothing? I'm a blank slate. Nothing it's whatsoever. Tuesday. Nothing. No, it's Wednesday. No. It's <laughs> what day is it? It's Tuesday, right? Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> you were just waiting for some pl- some place to put that in, weren't you? Wait a minute. Who are you? Yes. Who are you? You don't know what day it is. It's Wednesday. <laughs> It's when it's your favorite day. How can you not know what day it is when it's your favorite day? You always go, it's, it's hump hope day. day. Yeah. God, once again, okay. Now here's the crazy thing. You what? remember the commercial, but what it's what's it for? Oh, um, Geico. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Most people, you know, they these trick. You know, that's why sometimes, you know, you and I talk to clients all the time. Okay, that's why sometimes simple is best. If you say Less is more, right, yes. right. By the way, I heard something really interesting. You know the the uh, march last week in uh, Washington D.C., which commemorated the uh, the famous march. Very peaceful march, right? For Martin Luther King, and I had a yes. dream speech and the whole bit. Do you know it was really interesting? They asked some some younger black people who were at the march, and like you know, people in their twenties, even in their thirties, and they didn't know who Al Sharpton was. Don't you think that's interesting? It is interesting because you know you and I Al, oh, every, oh Al Sharpton you know here you know something happens you know race related oh here comes Al okay you know and he's gonna yell and scream and eh, 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 okay it's Al Sharpton you know and and to the point where they didn't even know who he was I thought to myself wow that's interesting generational things you know things that you and I take for granted like well your daughter's your daughter's what thirty six now she's thirty seven okay she's closer but like like my youngest son. Uh, you know, it's interesting. He's he's pretty up on a lot of things. He's 26, and I'll say things you know that I don't think he knows about, and he does, which is sort of interesting to me uh, because of the fact that you know there's a lot of uh, and 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 I think it's one of those things for me is that like I think probably more than ever when I was a young guy and my parents were you know up there in years. Um, you know, my mom especially. I mean, my mom just didn't know what was going on in the world. She just had no idea. You know, I mean, she, you know, who's president now? Is it still Is it still Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Oh, you she know. knew who the president no, was. No, there were times she didn't. 
She didn't really. She didn't care about politics whatsoever. Could not. Could care less. I mean, could care less. Could couldn't care if you know if the uh, you know the the president was was a a you know a baseball player or or whoever you know and and uh, you know local politics. I mean, you know, it, it's it's interesting to me that there's so many people that don't even know the basic government structure of like. You know the local area. You know St. Charles County. You know I mean like and that and, and you know and you know. Hey, by the way, I saw this yesterday, and I heard about this, and I went and looked at it, and apparently St. Louis County is being very close-lipped about this, but their website is blown up. And what does that mean? Well, it's either it's down well, because of all the well, well, they've got like what appears to be a temporary website up. Uh, and it's really screwed up. And apparently there was a news article that I, I'm trying to see if I can find that. Uh, I don't know if it got hacked or if they got, you know, if like one of these uh, ransom people got into it or something like that. But they've got a website up that looks nothing like their their other website. And uh, quite honestly, their website is really good. You can get real estate information and stuff like that on it. Some of the websites for the or other various counties are not nearly as good as theirs. And apparently so either... A, they decided to redesign it and things didn't go well, or B, somebody got in and hacked the thing because it's not even the same address. If you, you know, the old address was uh, St. Louis. You think somebody's uh, using it as a phishing site? No, 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 no. There was an article about it, and in in, in, in I, I didn't. Oh, okay. here, let, me, let me see if I can find it. Um, which, which, you know, what's interesting is this is one of the organizations. I mean, one of the the, the people, you know, municipalities and government that the uh, ransom guys go after. You know, that they go after like like a, a a town. You know, a town that has a website up. You know, where you can pay your you know your village fees or whatever the thing is, and they go in and they and they and they 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 get them, they they grab them and they hold them hostage. Let me see here, uh, redesigned. Okay, well if it's redesigned, it really they sucks. They missed the mark. Yes, it's bad. It's screwed up, and it's not even the same address. But they claim. There was the what the thing that I did read. Let me see if I can find that. Anyway, I'll, I'll look at it later. I just thought it was sort of interesting because think about this for a minute. You know how we've come full circle with so many things like this is that you know 20 years ago, you know people, you know, didn't, you know, you know, we're talking, you know, 2000. Web was was there and it was moving along, but it didn't have as much impact on our daily lives as it does today because now so many times. You know, you call like a number for a company and they'll say, hi, thanks for calling so-and-so. If you want the best service, go on our website. You know, so in other words, they don't even want to talk to you anymore. You know, just like, don't bother us. Just go on the website. You know, and, and most of the time you can get a lot of stuff done. But there's still some websites for, you know, companies and, you know, governmental agencies that just stink. You know what I mean? They're just a mess. And it's like, okay, I think... My, you know, my, I, I could probably put together a better website than what they've got up. Um, you know, one of those things. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm getting the world's smartest woman is, is sending me things on this. But yet, if you go on the website on the on on the the same, if you go on the website and the website is different. It used to be uh, stlouisco.com. Now it's here. Let me see. It redirects you to. Uh, it redirects you to St. Louis County, S-T-L-O-U-I-S-C-O-U-N-T-Y, countymo.gov. And um, it's, um, 
it's 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 got some issues. Matter of fact, there's a thing right on the top that says if uh, it says uh, says can't find something. Parts of this new website are still under construction. If someone is missing, if something is missing, please call three one four blah 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 blah. And what's interesting is some of the pages are dated January. I mean June. It, it, you know, like there's a page that says, you know, that's like June twenty third. I'm going, like, what? Where did this come from? Anyway, I don't know how we got talking about that. Um, Stuff. How we got talking about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to me like you were the one talking. Okay, yesterday Trump went to Kenosha. You know, I don't, I, I don't understand these. I mean, talk about a divide in our country. I mean, the, the, the Democratic mayors, you know, Kenosha, the cities burn. <clears throat> Portland, the cities burn. Seattle, the cities burn. And yet they won't take any help from the federal government. You know, once again, you know. If I was the mayor of a city, <clears throat> I don't care what I was. Hold on a minute. Democrat, Republican, whatever. If I got problems in the city and there's, you know, like, like you know, and there's a governmental agency, be it state, county, federal, whatever, that's willing to help me. I mean, aren't you saying, hey, come on in. I mean, and think about it. When, when, and, and this is what's sort of interesting about it. What did George W. Bush get grief over? Remember the situation, which we, we found out the other day happened 15 years ago? Remember the story? He got all sorts. What? Katrina. He got all sorts of grief with, about Katrina yeah. because he didn't send in the federal people you know, quick enough. He didn't send in the, the FEMA people and the... You know, and the, it's, it, darned if you do, well, darned yes, if you don't. You know, and, and, and it's to the point where, where what's interesting is when you get down to the boots on the ground level, you know, like the police departments and the fire departments, they all almost, I mean, I shouldn't say they all, most of them have mutual aid agreements. If something happens in, in you know, St. Charles City and things get, you know, out of hand, you know, they know that the St. Charles County Police can come in and they, all, and they also know that the St. Peter's Police and the Wentzville Police and even the St. Louis County Police got their back. You know what I'm saying? And especially with fire departments. You know that from dealing with Don, John Schneider. There's all sorts of mutual aid agreements that, you know, if there's yes. a big fire and all the equipment for, uh, you know, the Wentzville Fire Protection District is, is, you know, on some big incident, then, you know, the O'Fallon Department's going to come in and cover farm and, the, and, and what is it, the uh, Central County and Cottleville and the same thing like in St. Louis County. You know, if there's a big incident somewhere, the, you know, the Maryland Heights uh, guys are going to be there and they're going to fill in. Why can't, why can't government, you know, why can't, you know, what is, what is wrong with having the federal government come and help you? And I know, you know, there's the old stupid things like, hey, we're here from the government. We're here from the hill. To, we're here to we're help. We're here to help. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you know, that's a little bit sketchy right there. But <laughs> I don't get it. And, and the thing that got me was they showed some pictures of Trump yesterday in some areas of Kenosha that, my God, looked like, looked like the tornado went through there. You know what I mean? I mean, p- buildings were just destroyed and burnt out. And, 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 you know, once again, you and I, on a daily basis, deal with small business people. And yes. I think a lot of times people think that if you own a business, you're rich. You're lighting cigars with $100 and bills. That's- pretty much the farthest from the church. Right. Most of the most of the people who are running businesses and we can name names of people that we know personally, they're humping it and they are essentially running the business, you know, uh, they're if they're expanding their business, they're expanding it out of cash flow and maybe some loans from some local banks, but from the most part as they make more money, they 
expand the business. They buy more equipment. They hire more people. You know, look at Caleb, you know, with Extreme Electrical. You know, as yeah. he gets more business, he try. And his problem is he can't find guys that want to be electricians. You know, it's one of those things we talk about that there are crafts now that nobody wants to do. You know, nobody wants to be a plumber. Nobody wants to be an electrician. Nobody wants to be an HVAC guy. How many times in a week, and I notice this all the time, and it, uh, how many times in a week do you see, uh, a, a, you know, a heating and refrigeration company, an HVAC company saying, hey, you know, we're looking for good technicians, and if you don't know how to do this, we'll teach you. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, okay, what's wrong with, you know, and, and I remember hearing one of the guys on, uh, one of the stations being interviewed, one of the owners of one of these HVAC companies, and he told he talked about how he's got a couple of his senior techs who are making over a hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm going like, that's not bad. You know, no, I mean, it's it, not bad at all. It sure beats working, you know, at Wally World or McDonald's or stuff like that. Nothing against like that, but I don't know. How do we get talking about that? <sighs> it's gonna, two. Is it going to be one of those mornings where you where you're going to cause problems all morning long? No, well, there's there's not only problems. There's solutions. Seriously? No. <laughs> okay. No, it's 625, everybody. Westplex 107.1. I know I say it all the time, but man, I love her voice. She's so talented. Dua Lipa. And I love the name. Oh, my gosh. What an interesting name. Uh, a name that nobody else has. Do you know any other Duas? I do not. See, that's why. That's I a great a name. I do or <laughs> not. I do or not. Hey, I got another new one. I'm sorry, but I, I, I have to do this one. No, I'll do okay. it later. Never mind. Okay. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, and this is not okay. a trick question. I'm just trying to get a read on. It's always a trick question. No, it's not. This is, this is a straightforward question. A week from tomorrow, what big deal, at least some people would say it's a big deal, happens? What's And let me give you a hint. It's something that starts a week from tomorrow, Thursday. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. A week from tomorrow. What starts? Um, Any fall? idea? What? Fall? No, it's not till later in the month. Oh, okay. A week from tomorrow, what y- starts? Yes. And it's going to be especially big news this year because of the COVID thing. Is it a fair? Mm, it's a, actually, it's an event that will happen in many different cities. Well, tomorrow, a week from tomorrow, it'll only happen in one city. And then a couple of days after that, it'll happen in a bunch of cities. Come on. Take I, seriously, I don't know. Start of the NFL season. Oh, why didn't I know that? Uh, the Houston, uh, Houston at Kansas City. Whatever. Excuse me, I had to cough. Houston at Kansas City. Um, you know, remember Kansas City is the defending Super Bowl champions with uh, Mr. Mahomes, who is just you know incredibly uh, uh, interesting guy to watch. And then on Sunday, September thirteenth, there are one, two, three. How many games? Do they whole schedule? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen games. Okay, on the Sunday. Now, here's the thing. Have you heard much about, I mean, I, I, I'm, I sort of listen to a lot of different news sources and read a lot of different publications. I don't think I, I've seen anything that talks about this. And are, what are they doing? 
are they going to fill the stadiums? Is it going to be? I know we heard the goofier thing, what was it, a couple weeks ago, where they said that in Kansas City you couldn't wear Indian feathers and you couldn't paint your face or whatever. The, you know, okay, the name of the team is the Chiefs, right? <laughs> that would be like, like, like saying, okay, uh, the Cardinals, when you come to the game, you can't have any any paraphernalia on it that has a bird on it. You can't have any birds on your shirt. You know, well, isn't that one of the logos? Yeah, no, but no, you can't you can't have a bird on your shirt. Okay. Okay, whatever. So yeah, it starts in Kansas City a week from tomorrow. And I personally have heard very little. Now, part of it is the fact that the the buzz has been somewhat muted this year because of the fact that they canceled the preseason. Normally they have four preseason games, uh, usually all of them in August, then there's like a week off. Uh, which would be like, this would be the week off, and then next week, the season always starts on a Thursday. That's the way to do it. Now, they have one game on Thursday, and then they follow up with a bunch of games on Sunday. And how's that going to work? How's it going to be where, where you know, I mean, and not only that, if, if a lot of these stadiums, like, you know, for example, in Washington, it's always sold out. You know, there's a waiting list for season tickets. You can't just, you know, call up the Washington they're not even the Redskins anymore. They're, you know what the name of the team is now? What? <laughs> Washington football team. <laughs> Honest to goodness, that's the name um, of the team. Snooze? <laughs> well, they're trying to get a new name. I heard the new general manager interviewed recently, and he talked about the fact that you know this is going to be monumental. There's all sorts of weird suggestions that that you know that that they've made. But yeah, officially right now the name of the team is Washington Football Team. It's sort of like our great new soccer team. What was it? Is it uh, St. Louis St. Louis City? That's the name of the team. It's like Go City. Yeah, Go City. Oh my God. We'll talk about this next hour. I heard an interview yesterday on KWMU. They have a local show at noon. They replayed at 7. And I was out and about last night. Matter of fact, I was going to get some dinner. And I heard this alderman from the city of St. Louis, who part of his uh, area is downtown St. Louis. You know, I told you about how I love going downtown. Yeah. After listening to this interview, I don't think I want to go downtown anymore. Man. Our downtown? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's just gotten, it's just, it's just, things have just, the last you know, year, things have just gotten out of control downtown. I mean, it's just crazy stuff. I mean, if it's not for, you know, the, the, you know, the hot rodders and the guys in their motorcycles doing wheelies up and down, you know, uh, Broadway and, 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 you know, and the cruisers and the gunshots. And they had, they had interviews with, uh, matter of fact, they had uh, one, they had a bunch of interviews with this one couple that uh, used to live out in the Burbs. They lived out in Ellisville, and they decided they were going to move downtown. They'd been downtown for like 15 years, and the guy just came right out and said, downtown is not livable anymore. I mean, and, and I'm going like, whoa. How tragic is that? Whoa, and it talked about how... downtown is actually quite yeah, lovely. But, but here we'll talk about it next hour, okay? What's really interesting is, and I'll just give you a little, little hint on this, okay, just like a little tease. What everybody else is complaining about that there's too much of the people in downtown are complaining there's not enough of, okay? And maybe that's, you can sort of fill in the, the equation there. And, I, you know, once again, I love I really going. can't. What is it? We'll talk about it next hour. Oh, okay. We'll talk about it next hour. You know, I mean, I, I think that was, this was sort of interesting. And, and I mean, and, and the crazy part of it was that there are people, this guy is an alderman, okay? There are people calling up. And telling him things, he's like, "Well, I didn't know about that." You know, what I mean, it was like things are not good. 
you know and and the the, the the sad part of that is is that is that you know when you think of a metropolitan area you know like for example you go to Kansas City you know has a nice downtown area Indianapolis really nice downtown area and you know there's a vibrancy to it and he, and and they talked about the fact that this has been like sort of like you know a collision of of worst case scenarios, you know, the COVID-19 thing hits and so many restaurants and places are shut down. Uh, yeah. It's like, you know, in New York City, there's so many places that are shut down. Did you see that, you, that as of today, I think it's as of noon today, that uh, Metro East goes back to uh, uh, like whatever their level is and no more inside dining anymore. They've shut it down in Metro East. I, I, I heard that. Yeah, all the restaurants, bars are shut and, down. And they're doing that over in uh, Illinois as well. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> Oh, that's the Metro East? I think Illinois. Okay, that's enough from you, sir. It's 643. Wait till I get you off air. Hold on. Hold on a minute. I didn't know. Metro East, to me, that's East St. Louis, which is in Missouri. Are you really? No. Are you really serious? Yes. East St. Louis is in Missouri. Yes, we have East St. Louis. <laughs> are you pulling my leg? Are you being? Are you being serious? What do you think, Brad? I hope you're pulling my leg. Do you feel the tug? <laughs> I don't know if you are or not. I think. I think. <laughs> How's that feel? Do you really think East St. Louis is in Missouri? What do you think, I think? You know me pretty well. I'm afraid to say what I think. That's what I say right now. Yeah, that's right. Okay. You just keep that to yourself. It's 644. West Plus 107.1. It is BS in the morning. And I'm still recovering from, um, well, let me think. Uh, Let me think. I'm trying to think. It's Brad and... Wait a minute. Who? Thank you, Brad. <laughs> um, I gave him an earful when we were on break. Oh, my God. Uh, I think we should just stop playing music and just let the mics go the entire time because there's all sorts of weird stuff that goes on between, <laughs> between the there songs. There absolutely is. <laughs> the things we talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, um, been outside so far this morning. You walk out and the temperature is good. Did you see that moon? One, I didn't see the moon, but this morning, if you, you walk out, the moon? no, I didn't see the moon. No, I didn't see the moon. I'm sorry, I didn't it was, see the moon. It was full and it was beaming. I mean, there was like moon shadows. Wait a minute, who are you? It's true. <laughs> okay, what I was going to say is you walk. That's going to get real old, just so you know. You walk. <laughs> what? Wait a minute, who are you? You walk outside this morning, and the temperature's good, but the humidity just hits you in the face. It's a hundred percent right now. It's one. Is of, it really? Oh yeah. yeah, it's like it's like it's like you walk outside and it's like boom. It just like you know, it's one of those mornings where it's not raining, but you have to turn your windshield wipers on to keep the windshield yes. clear. You know what I mean? It's just like so, so, so. Just uh, man, I tell you what, and and you know what, I have to tell you. I can tell you what time of the year it is by crickets. Crickets always show up in September. They've been 
out. No, 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 no. They, yes, they have. They, they, they begin. Brad, they I'm get, telling you, I listen to them every morning because I'm up at three. But they get and heavy. The crickets and heavy duty. All the other little little critters are sitting there going, and then when the sun comes up, they stop and the birds take over. No, heavy duty in September. For some reason, I, I, I this is. I'm telling you, I know this for a fact. Okay. September, the, the crickets are at their peak in September. Don't know why. That's just the way it is. And I don't know if it's the temperature starting to change and things like that, but there's like cricket activity. It's like huge cricket activity in September. That's all there is to it, you know? I mean, and, and, and once again, I mean, I'm a guy that actually knows where East St. Louis is. So, so don't. <laughs> when I see you today, <laughs> I'm st- you're going to see what face I have. I'm staying away from you. That's all there is. Hold on a minute. My, That'd probably be why. Here we're sc- screwed up again. What? Okay, here we are. Okay. See, that's why. That's karma. The, yeah, the computer's messed up. Okay. <laughs> we're we're going to take a break. Um, you know, <laughs> remind me next hour when we talk, I'm going to have to reboot the computer because I have a major problem with it. This computer just starting to drive me crazy. Anyway, it is 6.57. Westplex 107.1, 705. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She is Brad. Or hold it now. What? what, what what, 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 hold it. Who is that again? Wait a minute. Who are you? Where did you get that? I can't tell That's you. That's going to be old really soon. <laughs> okay. So we talked about this last hour. Yesterday, I listened to, I, I, you know, once again, I, I try to uh, stay informed. Matter of fact, I heard a rumor that, that East St. Louis had moved into Missouri, and I uh, did some research on it last night and found that, well, that might be true. But <laughs> that's a whole nother story. <laughs> Uh, no, anyway, um, please. I listen to a lot of different things. And, and by the way, here we go again. I know I complain about this from time to time. When you go All to no, when you go to a news site, no, here, here, look. And I know this is going to be the thing where you know oh, he must be a Fox person because he's making fun of CNN. Okay, when I go to a news site. Like, if I go to CNN, we talk about this all the time. Okay, the number one story on the CNN site is Trump is growing impatient with the pandemic. And they have a picture of Donald Trump with his arms crossed like, okay, you know, what's next? And it's an analysis piece. And it talks about the president is making another premature declaration of victory over the world's, of the worst public health disaster in 100 years. And I came to look. I... I go to a news site, I go there for news. I don't go there for somebody's opinion. You know, I just don't. And and quite honestly, when you read the news, you know, everything on here is like negative, negative. Oh, by the one funny story is the story that's not on CNN, which is all over Fox, the Nancy Pelosi controversy. Have you heard about this? She's just a controversy oh, no, 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 to no. begin with. No, no, you'll get a kick out of this because your daughter does hair, okay? Yeah. They shut down all the hair studios in California, specifically San Francisco, where she's from, okay? Yeah. So it turns out that, you know, all the places are closed. You can't get your hair done. But if you're Nancy Pelosi, you can. She made an appointment with a woman at a, at a hair salon, and the woman made, you know, went in on a private you know, uh, appointment and cut her, you know, uh, uh, you know, colored and cut her hair. And how do they know this happened? Because there's security camera video of her in the salon. And the interesting story is, I don't know if you know this or not, I find this sort of interesting, is that a lot of salons, this is probably something that everybody knew, but I just found out, you know, last couple of years, a lot of salons rent chairs. Did you know about that? 
Yes. Yeah. So in other words, there's like, let's say it's XYZ salon and the lady who owns it is in chair number one. And there's another lady that works for in chair number two, chair number three, yes. she might rent. And that they're, they're like 1099. Yeah. They're like independent. You know, they're essentially like renting like Correct. A, a spot to do hair. Well, that was yes. the deal at this salon, because at first the rumor was that this happened at the salon and the owner goes like, well, that's my salon and it's closed. And then when she found out that one of the people that she rented a position, chair, whatever you want to call it, to, had, was, uh, was uh, associated with Nancy Pelosi, and they went, and she went, and, and in the closed... And, you know, once again, it's a perfect example of the government officials tell you what to do, but yet it doesn't apply to them. You know, you can't get your hair cut in San Francisco, but Nancy Pelosi can get her hair cut. And I think that's the exact wrong example. You know, I mean, to the point where you should show that if you're like a government official, you know, I, I, I don't know, I've never told this story before, but when I was a, uh, when I worked for the police department, okay? You worked for a police department? I told you that, you know that, when I was the <laughs> police dispatcher, okay? Occ oh, okay. Occasionally, the one lieutenant would say, hey, you want to go write some parking tickets? And I go, yeah. <laughs> I, and I used, it wasn't a police car, but it was one of their fleet vehicles. Matter of fact, I believe it was a Ford Bronco, you know, which today would probably be worth $50,000. because it was Right, old, especially old, if it was white. Right, old style Bronco. No, this was an old style Bronco. The old Broncos have become like extremely valuable. I mean, like the first generation Broncos when they first came out. So I went to this area and the reason I could do this is because that uh, and just like in certain areas, like in the city of St. Louis and the and and Clayton, they have people who write tickets, and they don't have to be police officers because technically the ticket is not like a moving violation or anything like that. It's just a fine, and you just pay it. You don't go to court. You just pay it. And if you don't pay your fees, then they tow your car away. Okay, one of those kind of deals. So there was this one. Shall we call him an official that used to park? And not only did he park in a no parking zone, he would park with one of his wheels up on the sidewalk. He was not a very good parker. And people would criticize in this particular area the fact that this guy never got a ticket. So I thought that was wrong, although my boss told me, don't give him a ticket. So I'm giving away tickets. I'm giving away parking tickets, expired meter tickets. And some a citizen approaches me and say, hey, I know whose car that is over there. And sure enough, it was like the, the official who was parked in a parking zone with his wheel up on the sidewalk. And it's, I know who the car it is. And you'd better give that guy a ticket because it's not fair that everybody else gets a ticket and he doesn't get a ticket. So I thought to myself, well, I'm in sort of a conundrum here. I'm in sort of, a, you know, the guy's right and I agree with him. So I'm thinking to myself, but my boss told me to not give this guy a ticket because he's a big wig. Okay. So I walked over to the car and I wrote the ticket, you know, and these were the kind of things where they had, it was like an envelope kind of deal. And if you've seen this before, it's like you show your violation and, you know, it's a certain time and, you know, you, you, know, you, you put a box, meter expired, you know, parked in no parking zone, parked in handicap zone, stuff like that. You put an X. And then you would stick it on their windshield and they were supposed to take it, you know, and there was like a little depository, like at the end of the parking lot where you could, you know, put your money in and you'd pay for your fine. So this guy's watching me. So I go over and I write the ticket, but I write void on the ticket, V-O-I-D, and I stick it under the windshield. And the guy, hey, man, that was great. It's great. So the next day <laughs> I come into work and the lieutenant says to me, 
did you really give <laughs> a ticket? And I go, yeah, I did. And he goes, I heard about that. I told you not to do it. I go, yeah, but I told him, I explained him what's going on. And I said, the guy was right. The citizen was right. I said, but I put void on the ticket. And he looks at me and he says, I know, that's what I heard. And he says, and I go, am I in trouble? Do I still have a job? He goes, no, just don't do that again. Because <laughs> apparently the big wig called the chief of police, which is the department I worked for, and said, hey, I got a ticket. Even though it says void, you're not supposed to be giving me tickets. So, you know, once again. Well, this was pretty presumptuous on his part. Well, he, fla- you know, once again, flaunting power, flaunting his position, you know. Oh. But back then they did that. Well, what do you mean back then? It's, it still happens all the time. Well, it happens all the time. Now is, is politics. No, it's just the way it is. It's 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 to the point where that's just life. You know, people that that you know are in a position of power, they can get away with stuff, and you and I can't. You know, I mean, it's just the way it is. You know, just just life in the big city. Okay, yesterday I'm listening to KWMU, and they have a guy on. I can't remember his name. He's a alderman for the city of St. Louis, and oh my God, O M G O M G O M G. That you know, I, I I gave you my little my little hint. There's something that other cities are complaining there's too much of, and in downtown St. Louis, there's complaining there's not enough of. You know what that is? No. Police. Really? Yes. They were. I mean, this guy, this alderman, and and they had citizens that they'd interviewed, and every one of them said the same thing: We need more police. Downtown's got issues. There are there's not enough police presence. We need more police. We need more police. And he talked about that. I think they're they're called um, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're they call it he called it a SID, and it's I think it stands for Community Improvement District. And there's like a downtown district where where they get funding from the city and that they can pay for additional police protection, but it has to be. Uh, off-duty city police. It can't be, they can't hire outside the city. It has to be a city cop who's, you know, it's like what they call it, secondary employment or stuff like that. And they talked about that, uh, and, and this was the alderman talking, echoing the, 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 the you know, the, the feelings of the citizens. And he said that they were having a lot of problems in downtown night, so they put on extra police protection at night. And then the people complained they were there during the day that they didn't see enough police. And then here's the other thing, okay? I'm still an extreme critic of what they did with downtown when they redid the arch. They closed off North and South Bomb Memorial Drive. Used to be able to get off of 55 and go to North Bomb Memorial Drive and go right into the landing. And the same thing, you could get off of 70 and go South Bomb Memorial Drive and go all the way through downtown, come on the other side of downtown, and get back on 55. They put the goofy, stupid pedestrian walkway because people said, it's terrible that people can't get to the arch. They have to walk over the highway. Well, you walk. That's And you asked about this. That's why there's the thing called the depressed section because you walked over you know, the highway specifically. And I think the, the, the ruling on this was there was some goofy rule years ago that was in the federal um, um, you know, rules that you couldn't have a federal park within so many feet visible of it to an interstate. So what they did was if you come into downtown, like on Eastbound 70, you go down in like, not like a tunnel, but you go underground and then you come back out on the south side of the arch. And 
that supposedly is there because of the fact that this rule that when they built the arch that you couldn't have a national monument or a national park within so many feet of a visible interstate. So they stuck the interstate down in what they called the depressed section. Okay, so when they redid this thing, they cut out North and South by Memorial Drive and so that you could walk from you know, from what is it? From the park there, right in front of the. You know, we used to rappel off that building. The uh, what is it? The Hyatt, and yeah. uh, and and across Hyatt the street the is right. Cross street is is one one gateway, whatever it is, where Channel Four used to be, KMOX used to be, and they put that area there where you can walk from downtown. But of course, they tore down the parking garage next to the arch. And anyway, the alderman was talking about how now they closed L.K. Sullivan again. And L.K. Sullivan is what used to be called Wharf Street. L.K. Sullivan is the, the, the street right in front of the arch. And they closed it down from Laclede's Landing down to Shoto. And I'm going, why did they do that? Because they just redid it. Oh, because of too many people loitering on L.K. Sullivan. Okay. <laughs> I'm going... Isn't that what the park's for? Aren't you supposed to hang out at the park? Aren't you supposed to go to the arch? I mean, do you have to keep moving? I mean, can, can you just sit like on the arch grounds and sit on the steps and look out on the Mississippi? Oh, no, you can't do that. You have to keep moving. And they said that cars would park along L.K. Sullivan, even though it was marked as no parking. So they closed off L.K. Sullivan. They put concrete barriers at each end of it. And they've closed off, get this, on the weekend, they now close the the Eads Bridge. Really? Yes, on the weekends they close the Eads Bridge. And it's like why? Because the same thing. Oh, they're having too much too much hot rod activity, too many people cruising, oh, drag racing, people speeding. And what's interesting is you know, on this show yesterday, citizen after citizen when they'd interview these people, what were they complaining about? No, nobody's enforcing traffic laws. People are flying through downtown St. Louis. They're racing down Broadway. They're running stop signs. They're running stoplights. They're parking in no parking zones. And I'm going like, okay, here we go. And it was interesting that the 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 host of the show, who does a pretty good job with the show, um, can't remember her name. Uh, anyway, she said, well, isn't that because of Ferguson? And the guy agreed, and he said, this is the alderman, he says, yes. He says, we've specifically cut down on those nuisance activities by the police because that's what led to Ferguson. And I'm going like, now, hold on, let me think what? about it. That's what he said. I'm going like, let me think about this for a minute. Remember the whole thing that came out, and I have to agree that some of these little munis in North County, I mean, that's how they made their money. You know, Charlac, places like that. You know, I mean, they made their money by, by you know, like I got a ticket in Charlac once for 26 and a 20, okay? Six miles out over the limit, you know, 26 and a 20. Like I'm flying through Charlac at all 26 miles an hour. And it's faster it, than you go on the highway. <laughs> no, yeah, six <laughs> miles over the limit, okay? And that was my classic story where I go to Charlotte City Court and I go in front of the judge and I have a perfect, at that time, I still, I still do. I have a perfect driving record. I've never had a ticket, ever. You know, I mean, at least not a ticket that, that went against my never, license. Ever? Never. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten, I, in my life, I've gotten three speeding tickets all three of them, which the one, I mean, like give you an idea of Mr. Speed Demon, okay? 26 and a 20, I got one for 
52 in a 45 on the Earth City Expressway. And that was because I had a car that I bought from somebody that had the wrong tires on it. Because I'm going to UPS in Earth City, and I see him running radar in the opposite direction. I go, oh, i got to make sure when I leave UPS, go south in Earth City. You know, I see him where they're running radar. So I, you know, speed limit's 45. I look down at my speedometer. I'm doing 45. I get pulled over. Lady, you know, lady cop, very nice, pulled me up. You know, sir, you're going 52 and a 45, and that's, and we usually give five miles an hour, so you were seven over, so here's your ticket. So I'm going, okay, this sucks. So I actually went to court, and and I pulled, and I, and I, I pulled, I did all, this is like pre-internet. I actually went to the library and found these documents for the car that I had that showed the tire sizes. And, and there was the thing that showed if you have the wrong tire sizes, it will, it, will, it will affect your speedometer. And I actually pled my case in court, and I won! The judge says, okay, you're, you're innocent, you know, because I proved the fact that I'd bought this car and I showed that I only had the car for like a month and had the wrong tires on it and it made the speedometer not, you know, it wasn't calibrated in the whole bit. So anyway, that was that deal. So anyway, I go to, to court and I go to, I told this story before, I go to court and he says, he says, well, there's going to be points on your license. I go, it's 26 and a 20. And he says, I'm sorry, it's, uh, you know, points on your license unless you take traffic school. So I go to traffic school and I go to three nights of this and literally this guy shows up, we're in like a little strip center, guy shows up, has a has like a, a TV set with a VCR on a cart, you know, like you used to have in school, like the AV cart, they'd roll around, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And, and he throws a tape in the in the in the in the thing and disappears. So this goes on, you know, for the first night we're all sitting there and we're watching these stupid tapes that were done like in the fifties. And then the second night, the guy comes in and he puts the tape in and one of the guys follows him. And he follows him and the guy goes out in the parking lot and gets in his car and leaves. So and it was like an hour and a half tape. It was like a long tape. So then they, you know, like most of the people in the class went, oh, he's gone. So most of the people in the class left and went and got dinner because it was like in the evening. And I'm sitting there with like one other guy. Okay. You know, you know, if we left, the good dude. Yeah, if we left our luck, the guy's going to come in and we're the guys going to be not sitting here. So the third night, the same thing happens. Third night, these, these people go out and the one guy, I swear this is a true story. The one guy brings back a couple of six packs of beer, and here they are. We are in traffic school watching these stupid videos, and and these guys are slugging down brewskis, you know, because the guy's gone. He would just show up, you know, put the tape in the machine, probably, you know, look at his watch. Okay, it's an hour and ten minutes. I need to go back, and then he'd come back in, and he'd say the same thing. Uh, Did you learn anything from this tonight? Yes, we did. Okay, we'll be back here tomorrow night. So then at the end of the third night is, did you learn anything? finger tonight yes we did sir and then you know and, and then he said he said okay well it's your third night so uh, i'll sign your paperwork that you've attended the class and then you go back to court so like last month i went back to charlock city court and i you know go in front of the judge and the judge says did you go to traffic school and i said i said yes i did and he says can i see your signed thing and i said okay fine i'll dismiss the, the charges and I said to him, I said, Your Honor, can I approach the bench? I have something I want to discuss with you. And the judge looks at me like, well, sure, sure, come on up. And I come up and I told him the story about how everybody was ducking out of traffic school. And he looked at me like, really, really? And as, and, and as I left, one of the guys said, you shouldn't have done that. I go, why is that? 
and he says, I'm pretty sure the guy that runs traffic school is his brother. <laughs> Was he? I don't know. That's what the guy said. I'm going like, okay, so this is like an inside job. You know, you go to you go to you go to court, and, and the reason I can say this now because Charlotte doesn't have a, a, a police department anymore. It's gone. They're patrolled. They were patrolled by the North County Municipal. Now they're patrolled by yeah. Saint Anne, and there's no city court in Charlotte anymore. And, and I'm going like. Okay, that was an experience, you know, and then I got the ticket went on 70 where a guy smashed into me I'm stopped in traffic and the guy smashes into me and the county cop wrote me a ticket for not having insurance When I had my insurance, but it was a fax and he said I had to have the original card I'm going like but officer. No, sir. You have to have the original card. I go. It doesn't say that in the law it just says proof of insurance. There's my proof. It's fax. It was my insurance agent. Like when my policy renewed, like they'd fax me the new cards. You know what I mean? Like back in the day when you used fax machines. Yes. And I had that in my car. You know, and I got, I got, and my, my car got crunched. The guy admitted to me that he switched five lanes of traffic. Him and his wife were going to some, some event in Earth City. And he admitted to me that, you know, meant to the cop. Yeah, I didn't know where it's going from out of town. And last minute I realized I had to get off this exit. So I made, I swerved over and I hit his car. He was, he was stopped. He's right. That's exactly what he said. He was stopped in traffic. He didn't get a ticket. I get a ticket for having a copy, a faxed copy of my, and once again, I go to court. You know? And I, in, in county, what they do, they do this on purpose in St. Louis County. They do like the cattle call. You show up one night, and they go, okay, here's the, you know, you, when you come up to the judge, you can make two pleas. You can plead guilty or not guilty. If you plead guilty, the judge will assess your fine or, or imprisonment if you got something bad. If you plead not guilty, you have to come back for a second night. And most people are going like, oh, I'm going to plead guilty, you know, because they don't want to come back, you know. So once again, I pled not guilty. And a month later, I showed back up in court, and I won the case. Good for you. Well, but once again, You're it's such like a little litigator. No, but but once again, it's to the Brand point where it's Hildebrand, like. But see, see, this is why, and and this 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 one where I get the thing for the for the insurance guy that was just bogus. You know what I mean? There was no excuse for that. I mean, you know, and I'm going like. Did you say? Don't you know who I am? <laughs> no, I did. I was, <laughs> you know, like I talked yesterday. If, 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 if I've told you that, you know, the story of me having the two felony traffic stops, I've told you that yes. story because I have a license plate on one of my cars that's listed in the, the computer and this, and I think it's still in there as I don't drive that car too much anymore. But if I get pulled over and they run the license plate, it comes back as a, there's a felony warrant issued for the, the driver of the car, which, yes. and, 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 and remember I told you the story the first time it happened. You know, the police surround me, and the, and the one guy, the one guy literally has his gun out. He's not got it pointed at me. But when he, they call in backup, and then they walk up to you with their hand on their, that's on their hip. That's exactly what he did. Yes, and, and they kind of swagger. Well, well there's a, you and know, he, he, pulls, he pulls me over. He doesn't get out of the car. Uh, then another car comes Ma'am, flying in. Because I was, Ma'am, I was, get back in the car. But I just no, get back well, in the car. I, I was been, I was Mr. Doobie. You know, I had my hands on yep. the steering wheel. Had the, you know, I had took the keys out, put it on the dashboard, and he comes Thanks, up. And, you know, and they guy, another cop pulls in front of me. Another one pulls on the side of me. Another guy pulls up in front. Some because I'm on Manchester out, and I think it was in Ellisville. And the guy got on the, you know, PA, turned into the next street. And it was an entrance to a subdivision. So I heard him, in, you know, sitting in somebody's from his house. And the one cop pulled up on the ladies, I guess it was ladies, whoever it was, front lawn, to block me in on all four sides. So I had a 
cop behind me, cop in front of me, cop on, a, on the front lawn of this house. Ooh, I bet you were the. the <laughs> I bet you anything that that was on Facebook. Uh, and a guy. No, it was a long time ago, wasn't it? Uh, it was probably about eight or nine years ago. And a cop. Yeah, that was And BS, a cop yeah. next to me, and the cop behind me originally pulled me over. I could see in my rear view mirror, my side view mirror. I see him walking up toward me. He's got his hand on his gun, and he looks around the window, and he looks at me. And he smiles and he says, I swear this is a true story. He says, you don't look like a 20-year-old black female. And I said, why? Thank you. And he says, okay, let me explain to you what happened. He says, I, you know, I ran your plate and uh, it came back as a hit, a warrant on this vehicle for a, um, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. It was, the, it was, it was, it was not, it was... Um, it wasn't the car. It was. It wasn't. Well, it's. It's the one I had. It. I. It, it, I have a license plate, a personalized license plate that only had two digits on it. And there's a funny story about that license plate. Anyway. Anyway, it was entered in the computer system uh-huh. as that car was associated with a 20-year-old black lady who was uh, had a warrant for, uh, I believe, uh, for um, um, aggravated battery and assault and 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 uh, um, you know carrying a concealed weapon. I don't know what it was. It was a bunch of different charges, and. And I wasn't, I wasn't a 20-year-old black woman. Nothing against 20-year-old black women, but obviously that's what the warrant was for, and I'm not that person, right? Absolutely not. <sighs> All my bizarre but weird you, stories. But you didn't get in, in handcuffs, right? No, he apologized to me. He was really nice about it. And then the same thing happened like about six months later, you know, almost the exact same deal. Where, you know, I, I, by this time I knew the routine. And, you know, when, and when, when hold on a minute, i got to do something here. When when he came up to when the you know the second time it happened and and I even said to him I said I'm not who you think I am and he sort of smiled and he says who do you think who why do you think we pulled you over I said because there's a felony warrant out for a 20 year old black woman and he goes you're exactly right <laughs> it was the same thing you know <laughs> it was like and he says. He says, I don't, he says, you know, and once that again, was out here, wasn't it? No, that was, that was out. Well, the second time that was out on, um, it was out was in St. Charles. No, it wasn't in St. Charles. I want, it was, it was, it, I think he was on, I was going, you know, I can't remember. It was out in West County somewhere. It might've been, oh, okay. it might've been, it might've been, I, an, it uh, it, I think it was an unincorporated area. It was like St. Louis County that pulled me over that time. And, and, you know, and he sort of said, he says, so obviously you, this has happened to you before. And I go, yeah, one time. And this time there were only three cars there. <laughs> and, you, know, <laughs> you know, this was during the day. The other one happened at night, you know, so, so this one was during the day. So he, same thing, he called for backup and another guy came and pulled in front of me and another guy came and, 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 you know, pulled like two cars behind me, one car in front of me. And the guy originally pulled me over, you know, very cautiously walks up. And once again, I look in the rearview mirror, he's got his hand on his gun. You know, I'm going like, okay, this is not going to be good. Uh, I you hate know? that John Wayne swagger. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good situation when <laughs> the police approach your car and they got their hand on their gun. It's even Absolutely worse not. when the gun's out of the holster. That hasn't happened to me yet, but, you know, I'll just have to wait. It's 730. Westplex 107.1, new one from Jason Derulo. But if you've been on TikTok for a while, you've heard that song many times. And, man, he's huge on TikTok. You don't, you don't do TikTok at all, do you, Shelly? No, I, it's a time suck for me. That's what you always say. You always call it the time suck. It is a time suck. Uh, there's some interesting stuff in there. there. I mean, first of all, you have to like download the app, and that infuriates me to begin with. And But then you only get to see like 
what five seconds of it no. and then when you're really getting into it it's a minute it's over it's a minute they're all a minute anyway uh 7 uh it is bs in the morning our website is bs in the show i'm shelly she is brad i have a special guest on the phone phone uh mike lopartis mike morning how you doing hey good morning now you are uh the reason we have you on this is a timely interview is that you're a guy involved with wetland preservation and essentially what uh, waterfowl uh, preservation and hunting is did i get that right yeah that's right now what what organization are you with um delta waterfowl and uh, is that just like a missouri organization or is that a national organization yeah it was uh it was started in canada but uh this is a national organization um, headquartered in north dakota and uh a lot of people don't realize that there are a lot of uh, birds that call this area home and a lot of migratory birds that go through the wetland area, right? That's right. Now, what's the big, if, if someone were to say, okay, Mike, where's the biggest area for, uh, you know, waterfowl wetlands in the St. Louis area? Where would that be? Oh, I would say just uh, north of St. Louis. It's in the confluence of the, the Mississippi and the Missouri and the Illinois rivers. Oh, no kidding. So, like, up in the, the North County, North St. Louis County, Madison County, uh, up, like, uh, where uh, Grafton and places like that are? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I, I'd say, for the most part, all the way up to Mississippi on, on both sides. But, yep, that area. Now, are, are you also involved in, you know, because they always talk about, like, the Eagles. You know, they you can see the Eagles, uh, you know, like, along the Mississippi, up there between Alton and, and Grafton. Is this part of what you do, or is that a different part of, like, waterfowl? Uh, well, what we, we, what we do is um, we're, we're, we we uh, are working on uh, wetland habitats and wetland conservation, um, and it, it uh, produces for all kinds of habitat, not just um, birds in general. But uh, I wouldn't um, so much say eagles; it's more for the waterfowl, ducks, and uh, geese, and animals of that nature. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a weird question. Explain to me why we have these geese that walk on the highway and don't move. Where do they come from? And what's, <laughs> I, I don't know. What's their deal? I don't know deal? if I can answer that one. <laughs> um, I would consider those geese more of the uh, the local geese that aren't migrating. They uh, they like it whenever you uh, continue to give them bread at the parks, and they're just used to people. <laughs> and, and, and they don't seem to be cognizant of the fact that a car could not be good for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't care. They, yeah. they like it. You keep feeding them. They now, just want to stay. What what kind are they? Because I've heard people say, "Well, those are Canadian geese," and then I, people say, "No, it can't. It's no such thing as Canadian geese. They're Canada geese. Is that right?" No, they're they're yeah, they're Canadians. Yep. And and but are they they're here full time then? Um, hard to say for sure. Um, they they uh, I I do believe most of those ones that are um, pretty tame. Yeah, they, they stick around. They don't migrate. Now, the, uh, if, not as far, that they can't. They just choose not to. Now, as far as the, the, the birds in our area, probably what's the most rarest bird that comes through the St. Louis area that would be involved with, with what you're doing? Oh, man. Um, well, there, there's a few. There's, there's no doubt about that. Um, I would I would say um, there's the duck habitat in general is, is down and, and not nearly the numbers that I'd like to see. So... Um, ducks of all kinds, but um, what I would sure like to see are are more pintails out here. That's that's the sought after bird for me. Now, now, what, explain what a pintail is. A pintail is what I consider just the most beautiful duck. It's it's um, it's kind of grayish in color, 
um, with the kind of two-toned, and it's got this really long kind of pintail quill, um, long tail on it. And and they're migratory. They they come back and forth through oh, yeah. the area. So yep. Yep. where where are they in the summer and where they're in the winter? Um, well, they, they, they summer up north, up around in Canada somewhere, and um, they could go all the way down. They, they might stop in Arkansas. They might go down to Texas. Um, they might, you know, be anywhere in those, those southern states. Now, how did you could, get... Could potentially even go down to Mexico, but I, I'm not too sure if they go that far or not. How did you get into this? Is this something that, like, you, your your parents were interested in, or you just have this interest as a no, young guy? No, not really. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, it's kind of a hard sport to, to get in. you got to have a lot of equipment. Um, so you you, you got to you gotta start getting invited from some friends. And, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a passion and an addiction, so you only need to go once, and you're going to be hooked for life. No kidding. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I started getting involved with uh, another organization, much like Delta Waterfowl, called Ducks Unlimited in college. And um, I've always tried to go to their banquets and join the committees in all my travels through my career. Huh. And, and, and this is something that, I mean, if, if you had to say, uh, you know, because in the radio business, we're always concerned about demographics. Is this like something that like it's from like teens all the way up to, um, you know, people in their 70s and 80s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll say it's a, it can be a lot of work at times, depending on, on how you're doing it, where you're going. So, um, you know, you got to. You got to be ready. You got to be ready to, to put in to put in a little bit of sweat into it. Um, but yeah, we uh, it's a big thing that 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 I'm that I'm passionate about as well is uh, is trying to get the younger generations and making sure the habitat can support the animals for the younger generations. So um, you know, we the the dove dove season opener was yesterday, and um, I took my six year old, and we did a. Did a did an evening hunt yesterday. We did all right, um, but the rain the rain uh, kept it from being awesome. But uh, we, we got a few birds, and and he had a great time. Now, and you do do you have like a duck blind and all that stuff? Like you see people like you know like in the thatch tops for the dove hunting. No, we just kind of hide in, in the sunflowers. But um, for the duck hunting, yeah, we I've got a blind on my boat, and you hide in that, and we can put about four hunters in it, and then. Also use these things called layout blinds, where you, you kind of—it's almost like a cot with a cover over it, and you kind of lay on the banks, and uh, and, you, and it has a door that swings open. Yeah, interesting. Now I'm going to ask you a nosy question, okay? Because I know I hear this from friends of mine that they tell me that who are deer hunters, and they claim that their wives and girlfriends don't believe they're actually hunting deer, that they're just going and drinking beer. Is that the same like in... in <laughs> come on now, be honest with me now. Come on now. Is, uh, is this, is, well, um, there is such a thing called deer camp. <laughs> and right. um, not everybody hunts. Right, exactly. Um, but it, it was the deer camp was set up to uh, get together and go hunting and uh, camaraderie. So is, is, is there duck camp then? Do you have like the same kind of thing? Is there <laughs> we, not, not, it's not quite celebrated around here like, like deer camp is, but um, I, I will say it is all about the camaraderie. Um, we, we don't just go camp out usually, but uh, you do. The great thing about duck hunting is you can have the camaraderie in the duck blind, and you can hang out and talk and, and you know, have a conversation while you're duck hunting. Well, but for deer hunting, you got to kind of go out alone. So your camaraderie happens back at camp. 
That's Mike Lopardis. He's being brutally honest with us this morning, right? Because <laughs> you started laughing when I started talking about about deer hunting. Yeah, right? you can get me in trouble now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, what's going on as far as any events? If someone would want to be coming uh, interested in this, and you know, and once again, there are a lot of women hunters. Uh, if a guy, gal, would be interested in finding out more about duck hunting, uh, you know, waterfowl preservation, how would they? Who would they contact? Uh, give me that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, um, awesome. Thanks for asking. Um, yeah, www.deltawaterfowl.org is the website for Delta Waterfowl. Um, we've got a banquet coming up that the proceeds, you know, support the wet, wetland habitat. Um, it's on set on uh, Saturday, September 26th. Um, doors open at 5, dinner's at 7. It's in at St. Gertrude's Parish in uh, Krakow, just outside of Washington, Missouri. And, and that's open to anybody, even if they're in the group or not, or if they want to find out more about what you guys absolutely, do? Absolutely, absolutely. The people, the members, and the committee members usually are the volunteers for the event, and so most everybody there really has has no affiliation with it in, in general. Um, they just um, want to come, and um, it does come with uh, what's called a membership, so tickets are $25 for 7 to 15 and for eight-year-olds, and then $50 for a single ticket and $65 for a couple's ticket. And that, six, that, that couple's ticket is two meals but one one membership. Cool. Now, and and what, there's, there's corporate tables. What was the date, date again? Saturday, September 26th. And that's on the website? And that's on the website? Give me the website one more time. Yeah, you bet. It's www.deltawaterfowl.org. And when you're not hunting and uh, preserving a wildlife, you're a Facebook guy. Is that what I hear? Yeah, yeah. I work for Facebook. I um, I'm in charge of the deployment of the HVAC automation systems for the data centers. No kidding. So yep. So now now here's here's. Well, I didn't know that you. So so you're like a you're like a logistics kind of guy then, right? Uh yeah. Um we we I work on uh, both. The manufacturing and, and uh, setting up our design and uh, hiring the subcontractors to come in and install it. So um, I guess you'd say I'm, I'm about the environment, both for the for the wildlife and for our servers. Now, now here, here's a nosy question. Supposedly, the server locations for Google is all secret. Is that the same like with yours? Um, they, uh, it, I wouldn't say it's secret, um, but it's probably a little bit hard to go research and find but um, it's no secret we we publicly announce them after we bought the land and and uh, getting ready to break ground so how many of them are in the united states oh uh, let's see we um just announced breaking ground on our 13th campus and each campus is about six buildings and a little over three million square foot three million square feet yeah it's a lot of data center space isn't it Man, you must have some HVAC then, right? I mean, there's right. Some, and big generators and the whole bit, I would imagine, standby generators, all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Man. Yeah, about, about 92, 3 megawatt generators, yep. How, how big? How big are generators? 3 megawatts. Holy cow. You can run a small city on that, right? You can. You can, yep. Man, unbelievable. How did you get into that? Um, I tell you, I, uh, I I went to college here locally at the University of Missouri in Columbia. I did a mechanical engineering degree, and 
went into construction and um, I had it, you know, I just really fell in love with the mechanical and electrical side of uh, mission critical facilities. And one thing led to another and I ended up working on a Facebook project and then started working for Facebook. I'll be darn interesting. Interesting. Wow. Is, 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 now here's a nosy thing. Is there, is there a data center in the St. Louis area? No, no data center in St. Louis area. We, we just um, are breaking ground in Daykelb, Illinois, which is uh, just outside of Chicago. Right, right. Interesting. Well, Mike, it's been a good interview. I appreciate it. I, I find fascinating what you do as far as duck hunting, as far as Facebook as well, too. It's interesting because, you know, so many people think, you know, the interesting, it's the same with us in the radio business. People think, oh, we talk into a microphone and the signals go out through the air and they don't realize that all the technology is behind it. Same thing with like Facebook. People go down there yep. on their phone and they think, oh, there's Facebook. They don't realize there's three million square foot data centers, right? Right. That's right. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, Shelly's going to be working with you, and we're going to get some ads on the air for you to promote your event coming up. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Mike, appreciate it. Thank you so much. It is 7.50. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Our web address is BS. She's not going to come in. Anyway, BSInTheMorning.show. I hesitate sometimes because she finishes my thoughts. You know, did you, with somebody long enough, you do stuff on the air with them, and pretty soon they're to the point where they can tell you exactly what you're going to say. Right, Shelly? I think she's... That's exactly it. Oh, there she is. She's back. Okay. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> I got, you know, I, I tell you what, this is all this crazy stuff. Um, station in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, DJ, or not a DJ, he's actually a talk show host on their sports station, 98.7 The Jock, or what is 96.9 The Jock now, whatever. Um, he got thrown off the air uh, because of the fact that he made, A, some comments about Kamala Harris, and B, about the athletes. Apparently, Missouri State University is having a lot of problems down there with uh, the uh, athletes complaining about whatever they're complaining about, I guess, the whole uh, you know thing that's going on in all the different cities. And uh, anyway, what's sort of interesting is that uh, they suspended the guy for a week, and they don't know if he's going to be back or not. But Art Haynes, who I do know, um, who is the longtime, and he's a great play-by-play guy. He does all the play-by-play for the Missouri State University uh, uh, teams. Used to be Southwest Missouri State. And uh, he also does an afternoon show on the station. He essentially said, look, I'm out of here. I'm not going to be on the same station as the guy in the morning who makes all these nasty comments. And he's walked away from the station until further notice, which I think is sort of interesting. You know, I mean, because of the fact that that uh, he's, uh, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I think he's actually an employee, <clears throat> excuse me, an employee of Missouri State University. But I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean, to a certain extent, I, I think that, that the political correctness has gotten so bad and that, you know, I'm always listening, wanting to hear other people's opinions, and I don't necessarily want to... You to, never want to hear my opinion. I hear your opinion all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you do. I do. I hear, you know, and, and look, I'm not trying to, you know, typify myself as like me, Mr. Open-Minded, but, you know, because I have things that I get weird about, but I really do try to listen 
to you know all other sides of the story and try to listen to people who have a you know i mean you know i mean like i talk about the fact that i go on the air in the morning usually before i go on the air i check fox i check msnbc i check cnn i'll check the local news i'll look at the you know post dispatch i'll look at some other local websites i look at uh some specialized websites and what's interesting is is that sometimes it's like you know especially going back and forth between fox and cnn it's like okay are they in the same country <laughs> You know, is this because it's totally different what they report about when it's good news for Trump. It's right on top on Fox and it's not on CNN. When it's bad news from Trump, it's the number one story on CNN.com and it's nowhere to be found on Fox News, which is sort of interesting. You know, it's sort of more like, wow, we got a little built in biases there. So anyway, so that's true. But you know, what's interesting about this is that there are some guys in our industry, in the radio business, who think that like they're bulletproof and they can say practically anything and um you know all of us you and me we are like a couple of words one sentence from being banned from the airways forever who you and i yeah it, it, why it, well if we say something you know i mean nowadays you have to you can't say certain things anymore you can't no, i mean that's true. Like, like for example we we talked about this was a couple of weeks ago the the news the newscaster wtam i believe in cleveland it was um you know big time radio station like sort of like the camo x of cleveland she got fired because she called uh, she referred to kamala harris as a colored woman they fired her i'm going yeah, see I, I don't agree with that well, but, and i don't know why you can't call him a colored woman because the NAACP is the National Association. When when you and I were of in our younger years, that is what the preferred. Yes. That and not we said that's what they said. They said yes. Call us colored people, right? Am I am I yes. exaggerating that? No. And I'm going like okay, so I don't get that one, you know. And you hear these people talking about oh we're 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 people of color. Okay, I get it. I don't have a problem with that. You know, no big deal. But she gets fired, and there's this like long explanation from the owner of the station. We found it personally offensive that she referred to Kamala Harris as a colored woman. I'm going, okay, I don't get that one. You know, I mean, to me, that's like that's like 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 get, getting a little bit too, you know, in the weeds, you know, because of the fact that that and and remember I told you there was this guy on was it NPR who was talking about um, African Americans are not necessarily from Africa and. And I mean, he's giving all these different derivations that, you know, and he even said, you could be an African-American and you could be white. I'm going, okay, explain that one to me. You know, (laughs) he says, well, he says in Africa there and and he's and what's interesting is he talked about the fact that not everybody that was an indigenous to to uh, the continent of Africa is of the Negro uh, race. And I'm going like, okay, that's fascinating because, you know, there's all sorts of crazy things about the fact that once upon a time that the Aleutian Islands between Alaska and 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 uh, Russia was actually they weren't islands. It was actually like like a trail. And there were there. They claimed that some of the people, some of the tribes, uh, the Indian tribes that are in Alaska are actually Russians. You ever heard this? I have not. It's pretty interesting. And, you know, and you go back and, and you know, they, they claim that, that there are certain people in the United States that that have, uh, you know, heritage that goes back to four, five, six hundred years, you know, even before Columbus. And they were like the, you know, Nordic people or they were, you know, like, for example, I, I know people that 
um, have uh, uh, that are are essentially what they call them North American Indian. And you know, if you do the twenty three and Me thing, and that could be you could be like an American Indian, or you could be like a I don't want to say Mexican Indian, but you know, like the Incas in Mexico, they were like an Indian tribe. I'm going like, okay, so you know, so like you know, like everybody's sort of you know, we're all sort of mixtures. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I actually got my. It's not 23andMe. It's it's actually by Ancestry, the DNA thing for yeah. Ancestry. You did that. I haven't done it yet. I I do have it though. Oh, are you going to do it? So does my babes. Are you going to do it? Yes. Okay. I am. I did mine. Yeah. Ninety-eight percent Martian. Westplex one hundred seven point one. That is a soundtrack uh, from the uh, musical Hamilton, and it's uh, the song that they do when they have the duel. I actually love that song. Yeah. Bang bang bang. I do. Yeah. I, I just feel like I want to dance a jig. <laughs> it's so slow, though. How can you dance it's to that? It's not slow. It's not slow for... It's what do one, they call that? The two, three, When they sit there four. and they put their leg up and oh, then they put it down oh, and then they time out a do the other leg. That's, Isn't that the can-can? That's not a song you do the can-can to. The can-can is fast. That's like That's the can-can kind of stuff. You know, not like boom, 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 Well, boom. that's my speed. Okay. <laughs> Your speed. I was built for comfort, not for speed. <sighs> you know, the world's changing a lot of different ways. I saw this was it interesting totally this morning. Uh, you know, we talked about this several years, or no, several weeks back. Joe Rogan, who used to be, if you remember, he was a comedian. Then he was on, what, Fear Factor? He was like the guy. Remember that show where they people did weird stuff and had yes, to eat bugs like and eat stuff, bugs. Like, yeah, and stuff like that? Anyway, he started doing a podcast, and the podcast got bought up. His podcast got bought up by Spotify for a hundred million dollars, a hundred million dollars. Joe, what's that? I said, rock on, Joe. Well, I don't know if he gets all that. I think it's like a hundred million dollars over so many years, and he's probably oh, got yeah, a, well, an agent. The things and, we have you know, to go through. Yeah, he's still he's he's putting some change in his pocket. He's, There's no yeah, doubt about that. I'm thinking he's 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 good. Right. Okay. Controversy already. They switched over, and here's what's starting to happen: is that if you hear podcasts, people say like it's available on Spotify, on iTunes, uh, Red Circle, and you know, and all kinds of things like that. Okay, so now what's starting to happen is the various companies are signing people to exclusive deals. So if you want to listen to Joe Rogan, you can't go to. Um, I don't think you can go to iTunes anymore. You actually have to go to Spotify's channel, um, their app, whatever it is, and you have to actually listen to it on their platform, obviously, because what they're doing is they're selling ads, and they want to have an exclusive and, you know, whatever the deal is. You know, it's, you know how business is. People, you know, uh, you know, men is best, you know, business is basically run by men, and they're all territorial. You know, don't step on my side of the lawn or I'm going to punch you in the nose. You know how that goes. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> women aren't like that, but men are. Okay. And once again, I say it all the time. What do I say, Shelley? Whatever man can do, woman can do better. And I mean yes, that. Sin- do. I mean you that. You've sin- always been pro woman. I, I mean, mean that sincerely. Forever. Right. I was brought up by a very strong mother who, yeah. who like in where when if we went someplace and things didn't go well or if there was a mess up or something like that, my mom would always say, "Well, some dumb man in charge." You know, that was always the problem. Some dumb man. If a woman running the place, we wouldn't have that problem. But men, they were all dumb, and that's how I grew up, and still to this day. You know, I go to this place the other day. I went into a government agency, and I said, "Well, it's because some dumb man's in charge." And then the police came and threw me in jail. Uh, but no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so. Joe Rogan moves his his whole show over to Spotify, and the controversy is that some of the controversial shows 
are missing. They didn't move some of the shows, and most apparently is uh, Alex Jones. If you know who Alex Jones is, he's the guy that he's the guy that what is it? Infowars or something like that. He's the guy that was doing all the, you know, hey, the, 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 you know, the, uh, you know, like the, you know, I think he, he was, he's been talking about the various vaccines. He's like an like anti-vaxxer, you know, they don't, t- don't take that, that measles vaccine because what that does is that just programs your brain to make you think that you're a robot and you'll pay attention to what the government says no matter what. He's one of those kind of guys. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the stuff he says is really out there, and it's like, okay, what's he been smoking? Other times, the stuff is sort of thought-provoking, because it makes you sort of think, hmm, I wonder, I wonder if that could be true. Anyway, when they put the uh, Rogan's archive of shows up on Spotify, it's missing. And also, uh, a bunch of other people as well, too. Um, you know who this Milo Yian- Yiannopoulos is? He's like a super conservative guy. Uh, like I would know who that is. Uh, yeah, uh, censored TV's Gavin McInnes. Yeah, Chris Elia, Jordan Peterson's daughter, Michaela Peterson, Louis Thoreau, Owen Benjamin, and Joey Diaz were all left off, and they're all somewhat controversial. Now, what's interesting is Joe Rogan. Why would they do that? Well, because if you listen to Joe Rogan, okay. So clearly, it was intentional. <laughs> well, right? yeah, obviously. But have you ever listened to Joe Rogan? Really? No, seriously. You've never listened to him? Seriously, really? Here's, no, here's, I haven't. Here's the problem that I have with Joe Rogan. Every third word out of his mouth is the F-bomb, okay? and I can't judge. Even when he's doing commercials. Hey, you need to buy this blunk, blunk product. It's so blunk, blunk good, and you'll feel so blunk, blunk better. I'm going, okay, enough. Yeah, again, you know, can't judge. I mean, you know, it's, well, but, but once again, I get it, you know, every once in a while, you know, but yet it's to the point where... Once again, one of my very first bosses in radio used to always say, beware of verbal crutches. And he would, and it's interesting because, I mean, I still to this day, I, there's people I can listen to on the air and I go, okay, that's a crutch. And I probably have them too and I don't even know it. But, you know, things that they say, you know, like it's, it's like, um, like right there, like, it's like, it's like, it's like, that's a verbal crutch. You know, you need to get rid of things like that. Like, oh, man, or hey, uh, uh, those are all verbal crutches. And if you say a particular word too often, it becomes a crutch. You overuse it. And not that you have to pull out the dictionary every time you go on the air and come up with 10 new words that nobody's ever heard of. But by the same token, you don't want to have a very extremely small vocabulary where you get to be dull and boring because you only say so many words. Well, Joe has sort of prided himself on being sort of this, hey, I'll let anybody on the air pretty much say anything. And some of the guests he had on there have been pretty bizarre, you know, like Alex Jones. Matter of fact, sometimes Alex Jones says just weird stuff. I mean, just like, okay, where did that come from? But yet, that's part of the fascination of somebody like Alex Jones. I mean, just like, you know, think about some of the crazy people on TV. For a while, remember, recently it was Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus was doing something. She was, you know, showing, she was, you know, exposing herself. She was doing this. She was coming out on stage, you know, with, you know, two, uh, two tin cans and, and, and uh, you know, a slice of pie as her, as her, as her you know, garb. You know what I mean? It was like, sort of, oh, did you see what Miley Cyrus, what she wore? You know, and once again, it grabs people's attention. And I'm not saying that that's what what Joe Rogan did on purpose. It was part of what made his show 
you know, as big as it is because you never know what he was going to say and you never know what his guest was going to say. It's part of the fascination with Howard Stern. You know, you never know what's going to come out of the guy's mouth. You know, sometimes he says some things that are stupid and you go, that was dumb. And then sometimes he says some things that are like, okay, that was like far out. And then other times he says things that really makes you think. You know, because once again, if you are, it's sort of like if you grew up and your mom and dad were, I mean, like, perfect example, okay? I, I'll, give you, I'll give you the Katy Perry example, okay? Do you know what Katy, parents, Katy Perry's uh, parents were? Weren't they actors? No, they're both ministers. Oh. Yeah. And, 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 and she grew up with a very, as a matter of fact, her first album before she became the Katy Perry that we knew, she was Katy um, her real name the is... The Van Lady? Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it, it was something else. I can't remember what her real name is. Uh, and and it was too close to... Uh, oh, it's Katie Hudson. That's what it is. Her real name is Katie Hudson. And they thought that her name was too close to Kate Hudson, the actress. So they renamed her Katie Perry. But she mm-hmm. has an album, and I think it's become a collector's album, of her doing uh, c- contemporary Christian stuff as Katie Hudson. And then she, her first song she came out with was I Kissed a Girl. And I know her parents were probably not real wild about that. But what's interesting yeah, her was... Her parents are so proud. Well, okay, now here's something bizarre, okay? Katy Perry's, Perry's father, before he became a minister, he used to hang out with Dr. Timothy Leary. You know who Dr. Timothy Leary was? I absolutely know who Dr. Timothy Leary is. People who don't, he was an interesting guy. I think he was actually a medical doctor or a psychologist. He he did have a doctorate degree, uh, but he uh, was a fan of LSD. And he essentially said that everybody should take LSD because it'll help them out with their daily world. You should wake up in the morning and drop a tab of LSD and things will go better in your life. And if you've known anybody who's ever been on LSD, and unfortunately, in my younger years when I worked for the police department, we used to deal with people who are on LSD. And it's just really bizarre. You know, they, they can be sitting in a chair and all of a sudden, oh, my God, there's a big, giant grasshopper trying to chop my head off. You know, and they go, okay, like that big, giant grasshopper. Yeah, he's right here. Okay, so his dad, her dad hung out with, with uh, Dr. Timothy Leary, and Katy Perry's mother dated, are you ready for this, Jimi Hendrix. Rock on, sister. <laughs> she dated Jimi Hendrix. And, and, you know, so then they both found God. And they so became, they were children of the 60s. Yes, very much so. Got it. They were very much yeah. children of the 60s. And then they became ministers. And they raised, uh, you know, Katie to be this nice, you know, uh, you know, person. And then the first song she comes out with her big hit is I Kissed a Girl. And her parents are probably going, oh, my God. That's Not that our, there's anything wrong with that, that. Well, but, you know, once again, it was like, you know. They're, 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 the eye rolls were probably very prevalent at at the at the Hudson household because they're not Perry's, they're they're Hudsons. So anyway, the Joe Rogan thing is some people are going like he sold out, he sold out to corporate, he sold. Now it's interesting because the guy from Spotify, the guy from Spotify was in the news about a month or so ago, and he ticked off a bunch of musicians because you know what he said? What he said? You guys are all. I mean, I'm paraphrasing what he said, but he essentially said. You guys, you big famous musicians, you're all a bunch of lazy bums. You turn out an album every three, four, five years. You should be cranking out an album every six months. Every six months, you should be cranking out an album. 
you know, and oh my God, did he get pushed back from a lot of the, the big artists and the musicians going like, he doesn't realize what it's like to have to go through and write songs and go to the studio and produce them. You know, sometimes you hear about some of these uh, albums that come out and there's not too many albums like there used to be, like, you know, in the old days, you still have the, you know, some of the, the EPs and things like that. But, you know, I mean, sometimes one song can take, you know, two, three weeks in the studio. To get everything just right. If you ever watch the the story about about um, um, the Beach Boys uh, when they recorded Good Vibrations, it took like a couple months to record that because uh, you know they were uh, well not they it was one one of the Beach Boys. Um, he was so precise. About, so it'd be a Beach Boy. You know, he everything had to be exactly right. He, and 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 if you've, if you've heard stories about him, like the, here he's dealing with these incredible studio musicians. And he couldn't ever find anything that they did right. He go, no, that's not, that's not right. No, that's terrible. Play that again, you know. And they would do take. It's like sometimes you hear these movie directors, that you know, some of these actors are talking about, you know, hey, you know that scene in such and such a movie, we did that eighty-two times. I'm going like, okay, doesn't it get boring after about the tenth take when you're doing the same line and the same thing over and over and over again? So anyway, the deal on, on well, on, we do that every morning, don't we? Well, this we, is, I mean, because everybody thinks we're live, but because we say such um, important and detailed things, we want to be sure that we're right all the time. Well, see, what people don't understand is there's a special <laughs> computer. There's a special computer that what I'm saying right now is all pre-recorded. And there's a special code that goes in the computer, and like I'll say something like, "Hey, have a nice day," and then there's a special code, and then the the, the computer voice will say, "Hi, it's Wednesday, September second. Weather today going to be hot and mild." Hey, okay, I'm Brad, and that's Shelley. That's the way it works. And yes, then, it is. And then there's sometimes there's sometimes where Shelley will say the craziest stuff like i i've gotten to the point where she doesn't realize this i'm gonna i'm gonna drop this on her right now i roll a recorder when we're off the air and she says something like like earlier this morning when i was sitting here and i was just trying to you know you know get this computer all set up and get ready for our next break shelly said to me she said hey brad i go what's that yeah go go ahead shelly and she said i'm getting real sick of having no one to come home to cuddle with and i said tmi shelly tmi indeed that was <laughs> but it's a different world you you know you get used to it <laughs> it is the different world it's 825 oh, and can we stay on a little bit longer no we're done we're done. We're done. That's well, it. that's no fair. <laughs> we, we were having such a good time. Well, I got to be on Joe Rogan's show at eight thirty, so so I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> of course you do, Mister Controversial. <laughs> right. I'm going to talk about Alex Jones and Infowars, and they're not going to hear this show. So <laughs> 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 it's eight twenty-five.